Let's talk about stories. Because stories is how we communicate value in life. And one of the things moms do is communicate value in life. This will make your role somewhat unique. Now, when I think about stories, there's one that's happened recently. Uh, does the name Toya Graham mean anything to anybody? Toya Graham, that mean anything to you? Probably not. But she became very famous overnight because she was not going to let her son go into harm's way. She stepped out, stepped up, and whipped his tail all the way to the house in Baltimore, Maryland. I remember seeing that. And uh, there's a couple of versions out there. One's maybe PG-13 rating. One is just, here's a mom who's scared to death for a child. And it shows. But also, she loves her child. And she's not going to be denied the privilege of saving his life. She steps out on the streets in Baltimore when they're throwing rocks and bricks and there's anger and hostility. And I'm very angry that someone would manipulate young people to do what they did. And that's an adult problem. It's another sermon. But they would manipulate young men and women to go out and be destructive. And to risk their own lives in that way. They're throwing bricks and rocks at police. And this mom goes out there and she's standing next to a policeman. And you can tell she's saying, look, I'm trying to get my son. And they're even throwing rocks at her. And she, all of a sudden, she sees him. She says, I recognized his, his pants. He had on sweatpants. He left that morning without recognizing him. You know, only a mom can do that. In a crowd, angry, rioting mob, she says, I recognize that's what he left with this morning. And she went and got him. Now, he had his face covered, but she recognized him. And then it was just priceless because she began to, <laughs> she pulled his mask down so he could be seen. And she's giving him a few words of uh, direction. <laughs> and she is whipping him. I mean whipping him. It's ironic, a week before this, she would be put in jail. But she was not sparing the rod that day. And can I tell you something that's pretty neat? He come to throw rocks and be angry. and Yet when his mom got a hold of him, he didn't do nothing back to her. I think he said, yes, ma'am, somewhere in the process. <laughs> said, we're going to the house. Oh. Man, she stepped out to save the life of her son. She was on several talk shows, and uh, she was asked uh, one talk show, when you realized it was uh, videoed, what was your first thought? And she said, what is my pastor going to say? <laughs> she said, oh, what's my pastor going to say? She says, you know, I work. And I go to church and I raise my children. And I was not going to let one of my children be killed 
or hurt. Uh, that's a story that boy will never outgrow. And there's no telling what it did to change his life. Here's what I know. Stories of faith can form the future of your children. The great thing about being a mom, parent, is you collect a lot of stories along the way. Some of them you wish you didn't have, but you got them. So I want us to look at a a verse of scripture that almost goes unnoticed. It's read over and not much is said. As a matter of fact, commentaries don't even say much about it. It's just kind of like a matter of fact. But I just kind of thought about it this week, and God spoke to my spirit, and I just want to share with you what he shared with me. Not necessarily a sermon, because you moms could probably preach to me about doing children more than I could preach to you. But I want to share a couple of thoughts with you. Stories of faith can form the future of your children. So as you're taking notes today, maybe some stories pop up in your mind you might want to share with them today as I go through and share these thoughts. Stories that might be inspirational, motivational, encouraging, or correcting. Because stories really do matter. A mother's story of grace is contagious. I know it says and is contagious, but that's because there wasn't a mom watching out for my English when I did this. That's why that's there. A mother's story of grace is contagious. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. It's in the introduction of the book. Paul's just kind of introducing uh, his theme to Timothy, his son in the ministry. And here's what he says. I remember your genuine faith. For you share the faith, the faith that was first filled your, filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that the same faith continues strong in you. Now, that seems like a matter-of-fact verse, doesn't it? Well, that's just, that's great. Okay, move on. No, 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 we don't want to move on. We want to take a moment and talk about Lois and Eunice. Because Paul makes it very clear, Timothy is where he is in his faith because of their faith. And that's why we get to, man, I am so excited that moms are showing up at church today because they're telling a story, even just by showing up, by you being here. We are to honor you because you're, you're, you're taking a stand. Somehow you're saying that spiritual life's important. Worship is important. I applaud you. That's awesome. I remember, he's Paul says, I remember your genuine faith because it's the same faith I saw in the grandmother who probably first made a, a decision to trust Christ. Let me tell you the unique family situation of Timothy. Timothy had a Jewish mom and a Greek father, which meant she, his mom wasn't probably really, she was kind of an outcast. That wasn't, that wasn't mainstream Judaism. She married a Gentile. And with the Greek came a whole different philosophy and lifestyle and culture. But here's what's important. Their faith, at some point, they heard the truth about Jesus, the Messiah. And the grandmother first probably latched onto it and said, I believe this is the Messiah. 
the promised one. And she embraced and then passed that faith on to her daughter. And her daughter passed it on to her son. We're not sure what happened to the dad. He's not a part of this dialogue. But Eunice is. And Eunice had a story to tell to Timothy. She had a story about how she came to receive Christ. You see, here's what's important. Your story of finding Jesus prepares the way for your children to find Jesus. Guys, that's so incredible. There's nothing like a mother's story of when she comes to find Christ in her life. And the burden of sin is rolled away and and she feels changed. And she begins to communicate that to her children because she loves her children incredibly. She wants them to experience the freedom that comes from faith and the, and, and the strength that comes from knowing Jesus. She wants to know, them to know the reality of forgiveness and grace. So she'll share her story. Somewhere Eunice shared her story with Timothy. She would say, I've got to tell you what I've experienced. I've heard about this person named Jesus, that he, that he died on the cross and that he's unlike any other. He's the Son of God, and I have put my faith and trust in Him. You see, every one of you moms has a story of faith. You say, well, I don't have a story of faith. Well, you can change that today. Oh, that can be a reality today. But for the most part, many of you have a story of faith. And can I tell you that one of the privileges of Mother's Day is somewhere today when you're grilling out or when you're around the table or when you get to the restaurant, Take a moment and say, Can I, I want to I, I take Mother's Day and tell you my story just for a moment. Now, don't tell them the whole book. Don't take two hours telling the story. But take a good amount of time, three minutes, five minutes, and say, I want to tell you my story of faith one more time. And pass it on. Just pass it on. And you're going to say, well, they don't want to hear that, man. They're trying to, they may not want to hear it. That doesn't matter. Because you plant seed. They may be too busy today to really, really kind of take it in, but you plant seed. Or maybe they're thinking about other things, but they'll think about this at the most amazing times. You probably won't even be there, but it'll surface. So I want to encourage you moms to take some time today and say, let me tell you my story of faith. Because it matters. It helps form the future of your children. And you say, well, what about small children? Well, when they're, you know, I, I would do it with small children. I'd say, look, just want to tell you, they might not be ready yet, but you're getting them ready. Remember, we're preparing, we're kind of forming their future. Maybe they're adults have never trusted Christ. You're still forming their future. Hey, I just want to tell you my story. And because it's Mother's Day, they're going to listen to you. They ain't going to tell you No. Share your story. Something else is really important here is that uh, Paul's going to tell us that, that, that she also taught from the Scriptures. And so uh, the importance of the Bible in the process of life. You need to not pound your children with the Bible, but you need to present the Bible to your children. You don't need to use it as a whipping board, but you sure need to use it as an inspiration. And as a direction in life. 
And there ought to be some verses that mean a lot to you. And they become your life verses. And those are the ones you share from time to time. Because I promise you, whatever situation that verse came to you in your life, it's going to come to your children. And you got that verse tucked away. You say, when something happens, let me share, let me share something help me get through that. Let me share a word that, that encouraged me or motivated me or, or brought healing to my life. And you share that word. And that's the incredible thing about being a mom. God gives you a, such an amazing role of building into the future of your children such an incredible way. And you use the scriptures to do that. When they're little, we, we hear, now we give out the children's Bible on, on parent-child dedication day because if you take that and read that, you're, you're investing in their lives. Because at some point in the future, they'll remember something they heard, read, or something you said. Because that's how it works. Tell your story of grace. If you don't have a story, you can get one day before you leave. Because it really is all about Jesus. It's about pointing your family to the cross. To the one who died for them so much and loves them incredibly. And really wants to be a part of their life. Well, there's something else. A mother's story of faith provides courage and comfort. Here's the rest. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5 and 7. Let's look at those. I remember your genuine faith. We just talked about that. For you, you shared the faith that first filled your grandmother and your mother Eunice. And I know that that same faith continues strong in you because you have met the same Savior. So now, that's important. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and of timidity, but of power and of love and of self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. Your stories of, of faith provide courage and comfort in the days ahead. What's interesting about this story, Paul is, is writing from a prison cell because he's a believer. He has upset the Jewish community and leadership. Uh, he is considered a blasphemer, a troublemaker. He has gone against the tide of culture. Does that sound familiar today? He's going against the tide of culture. Now he's writing to his son and saying, look, be strong, be courageous, because right now what we're doing is not popular, but it is powerful. And while it's easy to be somewhat intimidated do not be intimidated because we have received this power of love and of sound mind and of courage and we don't have to be afraid because of our faith. We're empowered because of our faith. So again, you know the, the, the amazing thing about Timothy is he needs stories to provide courage and comfort. That one day he's going to boldly proclaim Jesus. And he was already doing that, but he was kind of struggling with the intimidation factor. Today, our culture is not, our culture is very negative toward Christianity. Somehow, we've been, we've been classified as the bad guys. That's very sad. But moms, you, you pass on to your children stories of faith, of how God showed up in your life. Maybe it's in a time of, of relationship crisis, and he showed up. Maybe it was the time of sickness in your life. 
you're battling a disease or maybe even a childbirth, you're struggling and you say, here's what I relied on to get me through. Maybe it's those moments of disappointment in your life when things didn't go the way you'd hoped and disappointment was overwhelming in your life and God's, God showed up in such a way that you found there was joy in the morning and you say, okay, let me tell you how I got through that. Let me tell you what God did in my life. We have to have those stories to pass on because they become roadsides, road signs for the future as our children chart their course. They become reminders of the power and the love of God in a world that is trying to shut God out completely. Moms, you stand as a storyteller, standing to say, I want to tell you what God did here. And what God did here when the checkbook was <laughs> out of balance. Let me tell you what God did here when I didn't know what was going to take place in your life. Let me tell you how I prayed for you. Can I tell you another story you can share today? I would encourage you to do this. If you have a prayer, and I'm sure many of you have many prayers that have been answered about your children you ought to share one of them today. A prayer that you prayed over your child when maybe they were born or when they were preschoolers or when they were teenagers or even adults. But God answered the prayer. Why don't you share that today also? Say, I want to tell you something. There was a time I prayed this for you, and let me tell you what God did. Say, now, why is that important? Because you're building their faith. You understand? You're building their faith. Yeah, a good place to start is, let me tell you how, how many times, I, or let me tell you, I used to pray for you to be saved, to know Jesus. I used to pray for you every night. And then you were changed one day. That's a good story to tell, isn't it? That's a great story to tell. Let me tell you how I prayed for you to get through this tough time in your life. And you did. So I would tell you, share your story. And then... Of, of, of knowing Christ, and then share an answered prayer over your children. Would that not be incredible? Because you never know what that'll do. A year from now, five years from now, you'll just never know. Tim was going to be a missionary, an evangelist. I'm talking about Timothy. And, and, and a church leader. He was going to need to fall back on those stories from his mom and those scriptures that she had taught him. He was going to need that. He was going to need that amazingly. He was going to need to fall back on Jesus again and again and again. To be brought to the foot of the cross again and again and again for his strength and his motivation, his courage, and yes, his comfort. Because the world is a dangerous place, has a lot of pain. And because of his mom's faith, Paul says, you're never going to be ashamed to share the Lord because of the impact she's had on your life. I want you to bow with me for a minute. I'm going to pray. Then we're going to have, I got a little closing illustration. I think it'll be great to celebrate this. But let's pray. 
Lord Jesus, it's incredible what you've taught us in your word today. We think about all the things that we value in life, all the things that we place such importance on. When it comes to our children, we love them. And I know that these moms here love their children. They want them to have a great life. And we always think we want to have a better life than we have. And, and that is so true. And we'll put a lot of energy in building their, their, their intellect and their athletic ability or their music ability. And we'll, we'll, we'll sit on a, a lot of bleachers and go to a lot of ball games. And we'll travel in the rain. And we'll do dance lessons. And we'll do all kind of things. We'll do all kind of things. But the most important thing we can do is point our children to Jesus as Savior, but also as our constant companion, our friend, and our present help in trauma trouble of each day that they live. It's somehow that we do this that really, really matters. 